Hello. Hello. Let's talk about one of the worst things in the world. And, uh, that is, uh, I don't even know what that's good. Shoulder popping out of socket randomly. It's like, uh, shoulder, uh, location, or some shit. Narnia. It sucks. I sleep sometimes and I put my you know hands over my head like I've been doing you know forever um, and if I just do it too much my left shoulder goes pop down into uh, uh, the low, lower part of the socket and it, well, it goes all the way out of the socket it's stuck and that's when I wake up screaming <laughs> And um, sometimes it goes right back in. Other times it does not. This doesn't only happen when I'm sleeping. It happened, say, one time I was taking a piss. And I, I uh, like a urinal. And I reached up over the urinal. And uh, put it on the wall. Boom. Right then. <laughs> and as I'm pissing, uh, I was fucking terrible. I had to just, like stand out or force forced myself to stand there, you know, piss, and I didn't fall, like, face first into the <laughs> urinal, <laughs> uh, would've been gross, um, but yeah, if you have it, I sympathize with you, and I wish, I wish it on nobody, not even my worst enemy, because t- today, this morning, I woke up like that, I had to scoot away off my bed, is a slow process because you can only turn your body a certain way and prop your arm up a certain way or it just I mean you can't help it you gotta follow uh, wherever the pain is to the ground and uh, 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 stop it immediately um, it's, it's terrible um, scoot, scoot, I scooted my way to the door and then I wrapped my arm around the door and posted my legs up against the wall. Then proceeded to push against the wall. Which would open up the door. Which would then open up my arm. Because I was holding onto the door. Right over, wrapped around it. And then I finally went. <laughs> uh, and that took some pushing even. I was uh, didn't want to go. Uh, probably woke up my neighbors. Like at least four houses down <laughs> screaming so good morning America fuck shoulder problems service announcement imagining that by reforms they will make an end to the dishonesties and rascalities of mankind not knowing that in reality they are cutting away at the heads of a high let some Plato talk some wisdom into you let us examine for a moment the human material with which political philosophy must deal Human behavior, says Plato, flows from three main sources, desire, emotion, and knowledge. Desire, appetite, impulse, instinct, these are one. Emotion, spirit, ambition, courage, these are one. Knowledge, thought, intellect, reason, these are one. Desire has its seat in the loins. It is a bursting reservoir of energy, fundamentally sexual. 
Emotion has its seat in the heart, in the flow and force of the blood. It is the organic resonance of experience and desire. Knowledge has its seat in the head. It is the eye of desire and can become the pilot of the soul. These powers and qualities are all in all men, but in divers degrees. Some men are but the embodiment of desire, restless and acquisitive souls who are absorbed in material quests and quarrels, who burn with lust of luxuries and show, and who rate their gains always as naught compared with their ever-receding goals. These are the men who dominate and manipulate industry. But there are others who are temples of feeling and courage, who care not so much what they fight for as for victory in and for itself. They are pugnacious rather than acquisitive. Their pride is in power rather than in possession. Their joy is on the battlefield rather than in the mark. These are the men who make the armies and navies of the world. And last are the few whose delight is in meditation and understanding, who yearn not for goods nor for victory, but for knowledge, who leave both market and battlefield to lose themselves in the quiet clarity of secluded thought, whose will is a light rather than a fire, whose haven is not power but truth. These are the men of wisdom who stand aside unused by the world. Now, just as effective individual action implies that desire, though warmed with emotion, is guided by knowledge, so in the perfect state, the industrial forces would produce, but they would not rule. The military forces would protect, but they would not rule. The forces of knowledge and science and philosophy would be nourished and protected, and they would rule. Unguided by knowledge, the people are a multitude without order, like desires in disarray. The people need the guidance of philosophers as desires need the enlightenment of knowledge. Ruin comes when the traitor, whose heart is lifted up by wealth, becomes ruler, or when the general uses his army to establish a military dictatorship. The producer is at his best in the economic field. The warrior is at his best in battle. They are both at their worst in public office. And in their crude hands, politics submerges statesmanship. For statesmanship is a science and an art. One must have lived for it and been long prepared. Only a philosopher king is fit to guide a nation. Until philosophers are kings, or the kings and princes of this world have the spirit and power of philosophy, and wisdom and political leadership meet in the same man, cities will never cease from ill, nor the human race. This is the keystone of the arch of Plato's thought. The psychological